Hello, my friends, and welcome to this week's Take Heart. First of all, a little bit of news. Um, this will be the second to last uh, uh, regular Take Heart that we will be doing. Um, this is my final one, and next week, Andy uh, will do the last one from both of us. Uh, and we will do more, but more on an ad hoc basis if we've got something specific to say. But with church starting up again, with things getting back to normal, uh, we just need to focus on uh, on all of the things that are alive, really. But we've loved uh, doing this and we've learned a lot um, in the last year as we've prepared um, in this in this way and in this format. Anyway, I just wanted to. Uh, this week, look at a subject that's been on my mind and on my heart for quite a while. Uh, we believe and we teach and we say the truth that God is faithful, uh, that God is the God who answers prayer. He said he would and he does. That God is the God who looks after us and protects us. He said he would and he does. Uh, that God is the God who supplies our needs and who is a loving father and who look, who cares for his children. And he is all of those things. But at the same time, we all experience occasions when our prayers go unanswered. And it seems like, well, we're praying according to your will, Lord. We're praying that people we love come to know you. We're praying that people get healed. Uh, we're Sometimes we find that that uh, finance isn't easy. Sometimes we find that that things don't go well, that things don't go according to plan. And we can respond in those times in one of two ways. The first way is we can pretend that God has done it when he doesn't seem to have done. And that's a kind of a charismatic version of living in unreality. Um, uh, I believe in in trusting God despite the circumstances and in the circumstances. I don't believe that we can in our minds change circumstances. Uh, sometimes the honest truth is our prayers don't seem to be answered. The things we long for don't happen. The things we thought he said to us do not come to pass. And if we pretend that that's not the case, then we actually end up uh, living a Christian life that is not based in reality, but is more about fantasy. The second way that we can react that I think isn't very healthy is by saying, well, God isn't trustworthy. He doesn't answer my prayers. He he isn't faithful. He doesn't look after me. And the the ultimate of that is I hear people saying, well, I can't believe in a God who let this happen to me. Uh, and that is also living in unreality because it's living in the unreality of God's love and grace and mercy and not understanding that he is bigger than our circumstances. And so it's saying these are our circumstances. We're not going to pretend that they're not. But we will trust you anyway. And there's three guys uh, three friends that I want to look at that express that in my mind perfectly. And they are called Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. And their big story can be found in Daniel chapter three. 
and they're part of the exile with Daniel, their friend, um, in Babylon, and King Nebuchadnezzar um, is there, and he made a, a big statue of, of uh, that everyone was to bow down and worship. And Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego said, we're not going to do that. And so King Neb was pretty, pretty cross with them. And uh, he says to them, he was furious with rage. It says in Daniel 3 verse 13. And he summoned them and uh, he said, right, uh, it, seeing as you won't bow to the image I've made, I'm going to put you in a furnace and I'm going to put you to death. And um, listen to how they respond. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it. And he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods and worship the image of gold you have set up. Now, I love King Neb's response. He was a guy that was guided more by his emotions of the moment than by rationality. Then Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego and his attitude towards them changed. He ordered the furnace to be heated seven times hotter than usual. Now, the furnace is a furnace full of fire. If you're thrown into a furnace of fire, even if it's a cool fire, you die. And he says, right, throwing them into fire isn't enough. I want it to be burned seven times hotter than usual. And um, he, th he throws them in. And I love what they said. Our God can deliver us and he will deliver us. We believe in a God who answers prayer. We believe in a God who looks after us. But even if he doesn't, we're still going to trust him when we don't see the answer this side of heaven. And that, my friends, is a mature Christian response. And they chose to trust him. And they were thrown into the fiery furnace. And he didn't rescue them. He didn't stop them from being thrown into the furnace. He didn't do that. But what he did is he came into the furnace with them. Nebuchadnezzar was looking and he said, wait a minute, we threw three in. There's a fourth who looks like the son of a God, Jesus, in his pre-incarnation. He was in the furnace with them. And there are times when we don't seem to get the answers we longed for. We don't understand what God is up to. But in those times when we're in the fiery furnace of life, when everything seems to be going wrong, our story is he comes into the furnace with us and he stands with us and he burns with us. And he comforts us in our weakness and in our brokenness. And what I love about this story is King Neb, who was furious with them. He sees that their God has looked after them and he gets them out and they don't even smell of burning. 
Not a hair is singed. How about that? And they end up getting promoted. But there must have been a moment as they were thrown into the fiery furnace when they thought, he hasn't answered. He hasn't rescued us. And then the joy they must have felt when in the midst of the furnace, they were with him. Sometimes, my friends, when life goes wrong, when things don't work out as we hoped, there can be, for the people of God, an incredible moment, an incredible joy. You, God, are in the furnace with me. There have been moments in my life, many moments, when God has answered my prayer, where my testimony is God has looked after me. God has been there for me. God has protected me. God has provided for me. And there have been other moments where I haven't understood what's going on, where I have struggled, where it's felt like failure, where it's felt really tough. And do you know my story is you were with me in the darkest days, in the darkest nights, in the times of most pain, you were there in the fiery furnace. And there was nothing like knowing your presence in the midst of my pain. Because you are bigger. You are greater than everything. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Neither death nor life, says Paul none of it. God bless you. Keep walking with him. He is faithful and he expresses it, his faithfulness, in many different ways.